morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to another HRO Today educational podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about an exciting new trend in the world of recruitment outsourcing. I'm Elliot Clark, the CEO of HRO Today. We publish HRO Today Magazine, HRO Today EMEA, and HRO Today APAC. We also produce the HRO Today forums held around the world and the HRO Today Association. Today, we're going to talk about a trend with a new product that is emerging across the recruitment industry, and particularly for large-scale and mid-sized clients looking for a solution that is perhaps a bit easier to buy, a bit more flexible to work with, and that product is called Recruitment Resource Outsourcing. It's a bit of back to the future if you think about the days of getting recruiting teams in, but it comes with a much more significant bundle of technology and analysis than that product from many, many years ago. We have a leading expert here to talk to us about recruitment resource outsourcing, Miguel Terrazano, the founder of PeerPoint. PeerPoint is one of the most highly rated companies in the industry on our own HRO today, RPO Baker's Dozen. RPO is one of the products that they offer the marketplace. Miguel has been involved in the recruiting industry for his entire career. He had responsibility for large-scale global hiring for companies like Cisco, Siebel, which is now part of Oracle, and PeopleSoft. His initial concept in founding PeerPoint was to create a global sourcing and recruiting engine for Fortune 500s. Now, 15 years later, they are literally at the epicenter of Silicon Valley. They uh, offer a number of recruitment offerings and specialize in verticals such as healthcare, med tech, pharma, financial, and chemical industries. Miguel, welcome to the podcast. Good morning, Elliot. Thank you. Thanks for the wonderful introduction, by the way. Oh, you're Glad welcome. Glad to be here. So tell us a little bit about a PeerPoint, if you could, quickly, because you've got a great company. Thanks. Well, thanks. <laughs> well, aside from the introduction, Elliot, I think you said it all. But uh, back in the 1990s, when I was working at these large companies, the last four years, I spent very much involved in large-scale RPO implementations, a lot of heavy lifting on my part. So it wasn't just the leadership roles, even though I did assume some. But I really got involved in both domestic and international implementations, three of them in five years. So I really learned quite a bit of what worked versus what did not work or what I would have liked to have worked a little bit better. So when I left the corporate world in 2004, my aim, my objective, the goal was to recreate or create a company that was ideal that I would have bought as a customer. And so I started PeerPoint in the latter part of 2004, and we've been at it for 15 years now, hundreds of implementations and both domestic and international, like you said, you know, mid, mid-sized companies as well as multinationals, large multinationals within Fortune 100. Although in the past three or four years, we're also catering to smaller businesses that are either uh, privately held or uh, private equity backed or um, even first or, or second stage investment within the uh, venture capital community. You know, it is interesting in that mid-sized market where recruitment, particularly as the economy's gotten hot and jobs are increasingly specialized, the need for external recruitment support has grown dramatically, actually much more than in the um, multinational or Fortune 500 vertical. And, right. and we've heard from the HR leaders and, and in the mid-sized companies where they don't have the same infrastructure, <clears throat> the same procurement groups, that sometimes they just don't need the full-blown services of recruitment process outsourcing. And they don't need the whole wrapper and all of the other stuff that comes with it. They just need recruiting firepower. 
So Peter Point claims that, that RRO, or recruitment resource outsourcing, is the answer to these clients. So why don't you explain what RRO is and the ease of use that differs from RPO? Sure. Yeah, and RPO, it traditionally assumes a longer term to implement. You have a what could be four, five, six, seven, eight months implementation cycles are oftentimes outside of the scope or the wishes of the stakeholders so internally. So what we try to do with RRO is really a fast deployment. You know, it's a green light, red light. We have an objective to fill. We really don't have the time to ramp up. We don't have the time for a full-blown implementation. What we need is a Band-Aid. We need a, well, we need a strategy that will allow us to fulfill those objectives in a lower cost, both fixed and variable, but more importantly, in a timely fashion. So let's assume you're building out a facility in Brazil, or you need a sales team in New York, or you need 100 engineers in California. Whatever those projects may look like, we step in, in a very short time, we're able to reach success in a timely and in a cost-effective manner. So that's been rather successful for us. Also, above and beyond hiring, it could be a technology implementation. Perhaps the client needs uh, an applicant tracking system, so we will lead them to water, to what's going to be the best solution for them. Or perhaps it's a diversity inclusion strategy. So we'll customize the deliverable in accordance to what is needed at that particular moment in time in a green light, red light need basis. So the implementation, and as you know, having been both inside and now on the the service side, the implementation is six months, but the procurement cycle is at least six months to a year as well. From the time a a company calls you and says, Miguel, we have a problem and we Mm -hmm. need, you know, to build a sales force in New York, uh, the example you just gave, how long does it typically take from that moment until when you guys can plan and start an engagement And how long for you to go from the date the contract is sort of executed to when you have recruiting resources in the field on behalf of that client? Sure. I mean, it can be literally, uh, Elliot, as as short as 72 hours, (laughs) assuming that the statement works and everything's signed off and whomever the internal stakeholders are able to sign off on that, whether it be legal or procurement or human resources, a combination of all three, we're able to get candidate-ready folk in the door interviewing you know, within a very short period of time. We're submitting candidates within 72 hours. Now, ideally, we'd like to spend time with our clients to understand their business model, what makes them tick, where are the landmines, what's the value proposition, to ensure that our folk at Pierpoint are speaking the same language. They're all marching at the beat of the same drum. So the more time we spend with the customer, upfront the best, but to answer your question, it could be as low as, I mean, I've seen 72 hours, and uh, but typically, statistically, if you were to look at the totality of, let's say, the last 300 implementations, a couple of weeks. So to have a team that can step in, and you've got some vertical expertise, uh, you know, as I understand it, in a number of verticals, but to have a team that can do that, that can be in the field in 72 hours, really the capability of delivering on high expectations, because I don't know of a recruiting department in the world that is operating to low expectations right now in, in this <laughs> right. overheated economy. Yeah. So right. It requires very specialized training, okay? And your team needs to be mm-hmm. able to learn the client's story very fast and to be ready to handle yeah. all kinds of challenges. So, Miguel, in order for a company to be able to do the kinds of things that we're talking about, your team being able to do or any provider of this kind of recruitment resource outsourcing, you really need the recruiters to be able to get in there and go very quickly. To be able to mm-hmm. hit the ground running inside of a, either a pre-existing recruiting department 
or, you know, as an external provider such as you, require some very specialized training. I mean, mm-hmm. your team needs to learn the client's story and be able to handle all manner of recruitment challenges. How do you train your staff to be able to be immediately productive so that they mm-hmm. are the go-to resource for a client seeking additional recruitment support? There's a couple of things, Elliot. Number one, you try to hire people that have subject matter expertise, of course, right? The longer the tenure, the longer the experience in that particular subject, the best. The second is how closely we can work with the client and then providing the information that would allow us to be able to speak to their value proposition best. Uh, and that's working collaboratively with them. And the third component, and equally if not more important, is the amount of training that PeerPoint provides to our workforce, both here in the United States, as well as Europe and Asia and Latin America. For example, in 2004, I really invested a lot of money in AIRS training. I wanted to ensure that people that sourced candidates, and at that time, LinkedIn wasn't around. So, you know, they were the best at Boolean search. They were best at utilizing job boards like Career and dice and they were really maximizing our monster and they were really maximizing their time in being able to identify candidates quickly. This is back in 2004, mind you. With the passing of time and LinkedIn taking a big chunk, everybody in my organization needs to be certified. Everybody needed to go through AIRS training. Everybody goes through LinkedIn training. Everybody goes through passive sourcing and recruitment training. So we're continuously reinvesting monies and resources in training our workforce. I mean, that's as important, if not more important than number one and two. So you have a lot of people who are subject matter experts in the various platforms. Uh, right. You provide a lot of industry training inside the verticals, like all about the yeah. farm industry, or all about the technology industry. Extremely granular, right? Here's an example, if I may. You know, I, I had a group of my um, recruiters come in from out of town. We met in California, and we were sitting at an engineering meeting. And the senior vice president of engineering at this company that hires around 2,000 people from us a year is a very large-scale agreement that we've had through the years. The SVP thought that one of my recruiters was actually the candidate applying for the engineering position because of the questions that he asked at the table. So the level of subject matter experience or expertise sometimes goes above and beyond. I have folk on my staff that are, for example, medical doctors. So that really bodes well with the hiring manager community in pharma or medical device. Or I have folk that have a Java certification or a C++, and they do very well in our high-tech clients. So we do have a very robust subject matter expert population of recruiters. And for those that don't, we will provide, as you said, the industry-specific training. We want them to be able to speak to our customers' business objectives in the same fashion that an internal person would. So there is no differentiation between us and them. Well, that explains a lot of the success that you've had. Yeah, thanks, Elliot. Yeah. It's been a labor of love, and I believe we've done a really good job at it in the past 15 years, but there's a lot more to learn, and we're always hoping to improve, but so far, so good. You have a very experienced staff, experienced recruiters. They know the right questions to ask to come up to speed, and they've already learned how to learn quickly, right? To that point, to be in the industry for 10 years as a recruiter means you've got to be able to pick up different clients and really learn their technology and be able to do different kinds of of assignments and, and get comfortable that you understand and can learn the industry in the short term. That makes great sense. The advantage, it would seem to me, of RRRO, if you will, at least through PeerPoint, is whether PeerPoint or, or another provider of this kind of, a, of an on-demand service, is that you really probably could not find these people 
If you needed six recruiters to work for you for three months to help build a sales force in New York, there's no way you could go out and hire the kind of tenured people that you'd get through a peer point. And if you yeah. tried to use an RPO solution, they'd be looking for a three-year contract, and it would be a very long and arduous selection process, followed by an implementation process. And many right. companies are operating on short timelines, short-term deliverables, so it would seem this would be easier to address the solution that way and be able to, to pull it in. Yeah, a lot easier, Elliot. What are some of the things that you recommend a practitioner ask a provider to know that they really can do what we just spoke about? What are the questions you would, uh, you would recommend they ask? Well, number one is, have you ever done it before? And what is the people that are going to be supporting me? What is their DNA? In other words, if I'm looking to hire 100 engineers, you know, $150,000 a year, full stack engineer, what is your expertise in doing that? And the people that are going to be supporting me, what is their experience? And what are some of the success stories that you could share with me that would lead me to believe the decision that I make is going to be the right decision? Because oftentimes, depending on the size of the organization, what you get is not what is offered. So I'd be very cautious and I would be very meticulous in understanding whom the actual people are that are going to be supporting me. That's really, really important. So if you're a practitioner out there, you want to make sure that companies have really been able to operate to these timelines. They really have the staff and they understand how to do what's needed in very short order and have a history of doing it. And this is an alternative to RPO most companies say, well, we just need to hire a bunch of people internally, or they say we have to go out and do an RPO. <laughs> right. There is an interim step available that can be very, very expeditious and cost-effective and outcomes-effective, if you will. And that seems to be this recruitment resource outsourcing market, which is growing very rapidly as an alternative. I want to thank Miguel Terrazano, the CEO of PeerPoint, for taking part in the podcast and giving us a little more information about the product as their PeerPoint, based in San Jose, is at the forefront of this growing product offering in the recruitment outsourcing market. And Miguel's got a, a long history of providing service and the perspective of having been both inside and on the service side. So thank you, Miguel, and I want to thank you know everyone for their time and their attention, and we'll look forward to uh, having you join another HR Today educational podcast in the future. Ali, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks again, Miguel.